Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So, welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Stand Out in ELT. I'm so excited that you're here again, or if you're new, then welcome as well. Um, I'm glad. I'm super happy. I'm super excited to be talking to another really exciting guest. Um, she also runs a podcast, which is interesting. That's how I think we found each other. Um, guys, let me introduce Erin from Everything EFL. Hi, Erin. Hi. Lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for agreeing to come to my podcast. You definitely stand out uh, in the on the EFL stage. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> uh, I only I only invite people who do stand out. So you know, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, Erin. Um, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us what you're about? Okay, I'll try and keep it brief. Um, I've been working in the EFL industry for, I'm going to say, 15, 16 years. Um, I've kind of done everything. I worked in Poland. I've worked in England. I've worked in Ireland, currently in Ireland now. Um, I've taught ESOL to refugees and asylum seekers in London. Um, I've taught everything from, you know, everything. I should say everyone from um, <laughs> small children to um, pensioners. Um I love pronunciation. I love doing things from a lexical approach. Um, and I also love serving teachers as well, which is why I have my podcast. Mm, exactly. When did that start? Oh, God. Um, it was probably, see, the pandemic's kind of lost time. Um, it's probably a couple of years ago now, probably even right. more. It was actually myself and my friend from work called Shane. Um, and he features in the first 30 or so episodes, which mm -hmm. I've just currently kind of archived for the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and we just started it because we wanted to laugh, really. Like we both think we're quite amusing and we kind of bounce off each other quite well. So we just started doing these podcasts and it was quite a good laugh, but it was a hot mess as well. Um, and then throughout the pandemic, Shane had his own stuff going on. Um, it was more of a hobby for him than anything. Yeah. And I was taking it like really seriously. <laughs> so um, we decided to sort of part ways and that gave me totally total creative control which is brilliant um and it's such a learning curve isn't it having a podcast it really is it um, is but it's um it's great fun I love writing them I love producing them and I love above all getting positive feedback from people so when when teachers like actually take the time to dm me and say I really enjoyed that I I just I really really love that I know it's the best feeling, isn't it? it really I can totally is. relate to uh, having control over something, your project, totally. So that's another thing we've got in common. Amazing. <laughs> um, and also, can I just say, um, I, I'm sure you'll understand, but a podcast to me is such a cool thing. It's still such a, I feel a novelty. 
Um, so I'm going to ask you why a podcast? Why not, for example, a YouTube channel? But I, I feel like I know the answer. I'm, I, I feel like you're going to say the same thing. It is still quite cool to have a podcast, right? Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think I don't even know how the decision was made. Like me and Shane just had a conversation and we just decided to do it. Um, and I just decided to carry on. Um, and YouTube, I don't know. I just I'm not very technical. It probably just didn't really cross my mind. But it, during the pandemic, I did start uploading videos um, to YouTube. And now I just upload them onto Instagram and my my private Facebook group instead. Mm. So um, and I also upload my podcast to YouTube as well. So I'm kind of am on YouTube, but not like in a kind mm. of real video-y way. It's still a yeah. bit of a mess. I have to organize my playlist a little <laughs> bit better. It's on my to-do list. <laughs> so who do you think? Yeah, that that sounds that sounds good. Yeah. Um, so who do you think you mainly target? Do you think you target people who focus on professional development in EFL or is it also for entertainment in EFL? It's a good question. I think with me and Shane, it was definitely quite an entertainment thing. Um, he's definitely funnier, um, and wittier than I am. So an element of that has been lost, <laughs> unfortunately. You are um, super funny. I love talking to you. I always laugh oh, when we thank talk. You. <laughs> I'm not sure if that always comes across in my podcast, though. Like, I'm still <laughs> finding my feet, if you know what I mean. I've been sort of going solo since, um, I suppose, December, last December. God, it's nearly a year now. Wow. Um, but I, I still feel like I'm finding my rhythm. I'm finding my style because I do. I cover so many different topics as well. Um <laughs> Yeah. So, but like the last couple of episodes have been very sort of entertaining. I did one on RuPaul, which I'm obsessed with. I think that was episode 62 um, or 63. <laughs> and then the one last week I did um, was episode 63 or 64. And it was about Rob and Jenny from New English File. If you've ever used New English File, I just take the piss out of the whole love story for 10 minutes. And I know. Yeah. I just felt Oh my God. That. I love it. And the both, both those episodes, I know it's, it's like, this is you and your sense of humor. I love it. And the authenticity of that uh, episode about RuPaul and how he inspires you actually. I'm, oh my God. I'm, I'm such a fan. Like I, I do like uh, drag rates, but what you did with that is actually quite incredible um, because you know, it's, it's just our EFL world, but then you took it and you you turned it into something quite relevant to our um, little world, I guess. Yeah, it just oh, yeah. flowed out of me because I'm just, a, as you know, well know, I'm obsessed with RuPaul and RuPaul's Drag Race. So <laughs> yes, it just yes. flowed out of me. I am. <laughs> Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. No. So many lessons from RuPaul. Oh, God. So Mama Ru. So many. <laughs> and, oh, my God, who hasn't used New English File? If you haven't used New English File, I don't know if you can call yourself an ELT professional. Yeah. Where have so, you been? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Who are you? Years. <laughs> <laughs> no, love it. So definitely, guys, check out those um, two episodes. And so, what do you? So, has it been difficult to learn the ropes of podcasting? Actually. Yeah, I mean, it really is just we we did it our ways. We had no idea what we were doing when we started. And um, Shane was responsible for kind of the he created our anchor account and he did all the uploading. Um, and yeah, it was a bit of a mess. So um, I had to go back and clean up quite a lot of the and then add like our new theme tune um, and put all that in. And, you know, retrospectively over Christmas, I spent a solid week um, editing 
cutting them down, getting, getting rid of kind of some inappropriate bits and pieces, <laughs> mainly from Shane. Um, I'm sure he won't mind me saying that. No. Um, and, you know, just replacing the theme music and doing all that and making it all a little bit more polished and professional. Um, so the technical stuff, it can be a bit tricky because I am not technical at all, but you just have to build a bridge and get over it. And if you can't, you ask for help. I mean, you know, I, I chatted to my my lovely friend, Erin Myers, who is an American podcaster teacher, absolutely adore her. And she put me on to the software Audacity, which mm. I think you use too. Yes. I, I never knew about that. And then she put me onto Canva as well. I'd never heard of Canva before her. And thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's so, so important that you mentioned that. It's like, because I've heard from some teachers, from some people uh, that they would love to run a podcast with ideas for learners, but for teachers as well in ELT or not in ELT, whatever, but they just don't know where to start. I don't think it's that complicated. That's one thing. And number yeah. two, uh, there is so much help available. Yeah, just ask really people is. who have been doing it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um what was I going to say? Just be prepared for, you know, you're not going to get loads, like hundreds of people listening to you. You know, I've, I've been doing it for a couple of years now and I still don't get hundreds of people listening to me. It will be a passion project. Um, I would say the best thing you can do is cross collaborate, especially with people with other podcasts or big names in EOT. Like I interviewed Hugh Della, who is probably one of the biggest names in ELT. And um, that was my most successful episode. It got like literally five times the amount of listens in the first week than any other of my episodes. Mm, exactly. You can. But it's also about setting expectations for yourself, yeah. right? I heard I just before I started podcasting, I had this is my second podcast in my in my life, actually. My ah. first podcast was ah, you didn't know that. Uh, my first po first podcast was for moms. Um, I don't think it exists anymore because I would have to pay <laughs> to keep the episode, so <laughs> couldn't be bothered. Um, but it was also like a trial for me of how to podcast. And definitely when I read the statistics and um, I read that a good episode is an episode that gets more than 70 listens, I thought like, oh, well, I had episodes that had 40. That's, that's more than a half of 70. That's perfect. I'm perfectly happy with that. So yeah, yeah. it's it's fine. And also, uh, I'm pretty sure that having an episode, having a podcast, and talking to directly to literally to people's ears is such an intimate experience. I get quite excited about the fact that people actually listen to my voice in their free time. Um, I know. know. <laughs> it, it is so cool. <laughs> it is. I just want to say a couple of things based on what you've just mm. said. Um, I think it was very apparent in when I listened to your first episode, I saw you on LinkedIn. This is how we met, guys. So I was on LinkedIn and um, Ola's post popped up. I, I wasn't connected. I don't think I was connected with you, but mm -hmm. um, I just saw someone in the ELT industry, a woman as well, with a new ELT podcast. So I was like, okay, I'm going to support her. So I'll listen to it. And then when I listened to it, I immediately sent you a voice message on Instagram going, oh my God, mm -hmm. we have to record together. Um, but it was very obvious that you you were very professional and it didn't sound like your first one. Oh, um, thanks. And the other thing about like the numbers is like, yeah, you know, you might not get loads of people listening to it, but one, as long as the numbers are creeping up slowly, that's a good thing. And secondly, like if someone takes the time to DM you and message you, like I have this woman called Pam, she's lovely. Hi, Pam. Uh, and she, she <laughs> messages me most episodes. She will message me after and say something to me about it. 
And you know that even though it, you, you haven't got a million, you know, you're not Joe Rogan. Um, but mm. when people are getting real value from it, even if it's a small number, then that's that's the reason you do it. This is it. Exactly. And also it, it, how many it's 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 so true in podcasting, but also in business. You don't need that many people. No, you just need a few who find it valuable. And yeah, I also I absolutely am honored if when people take the time to actually write a message and say that they liked it, that uh, they found it. Uh, you know, interesting or useful or whatever. I share lots of tips. So I don't know. Do you share tips or do you um, talk about concepts? What would, what do you want people to get from your podcast? Mm. Yes. Um, I generally do everything. Like mm. um, I did a series on the lexical approach. Um, I've done lessons on songs, um, how to Ooh, use phones in classrooms. Um, when self-doubt creeps in, um, unleash your creative beast. Um, oh, that was my favorite. That's my favorite as well. That's the one I'm most proud of. I spent like close to a week writing it. And it was in the middle of this really manic phase I had in January, just after mm. Christmas, when I decided I was really going to spend the time, go it alone, get loads of podcasts recorded and stuff. Um, I think I was going a little bit mad through lockdown as well. And, you know, Christmas. It yeah, I didn't see my family. And I, I think I was I was a little bit manic. So I was like going really crazy with mad ideas and stuff. And then it just kind of flowed out of me. <laughs> Great. That's how best ideas are born, right? Yeah. So it Brilliant. really is just a mixed bag. Um, but I, I do take requests. Mm, ooh, <laughs> I might ask for something. Why not? Yeah. You guys as well. You're welcome to. Um, so what do you actually think when people comment? Um have you gauged what they actually need? Um, and it doesn't matter whether they are, you know, novice teachers or experienced teachers. Do you do they want inspiration or actual uh, teaching tips, or is it why you mix your content so much because you you you're trying to cater for for all those needs? I don't know. Um, what are your observations? Oh, oh difficult question. Um, <laughs> I mix it up just because my mind is always going at 100 miles an hour and I've just got so many ideas and I generally don't I used to try and plan what episodes I would put out and I just gave up because I just kept changing my mind um so there, there's no kind of there's no um sort of you know real deep thinking going on there I, I haven't it's really hard to answer that question about what have I observed because you do get a few nice DMs and comments mm. and compliments but it is usually a compliment which is brilliant but that doesn't really tell you what people need right yeah um so what i'm trying to do now based on your advice is to temperature test and i'm going to start doing like weekly questions and polls just to see what people do actually need what a brilliant idea i know what a brilliant idea <laughs> I, whoever told you about that oh, oh that genius. was me um <laughs> <laughs> love this um that sounds really cool but definitely it's got such a great potential for uh, still being continuing to be something really useful um, for teachers and I used to actually I, I think I've told you about that but I used to run a blog for teachers for teacher development and mm. things like that little like webinars and video trainings blah blah people are obsessed people love it teach there is no a better group um, or market for people who are obsessed about their professional development. Yeah, it's so, true. It's true. I think it's amazing. Um, yeah. And there isn't, like, obviously, there is 
there is stuff online, but there is lots of like crap. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this one um, uh, Facebook group that I'm not going to name, um, but it's like a teacher's Facebook group. And some people ask questions and some of the answers you're like, is this necessary? Like, just answer the fecking question and give them some practical advice instead of going through the intricacies of the grammar. That's not helping. No. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. Jesus. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, so even more so, I think that what you do is important, needed, required. Thank you. I hope so. <laughs> so where do you see yourself? This is a job interview question. Where do you see yourself in five years' time, Erin? <laughs> well, funny you should ask. Um, I am working on planning... Well, yeah, I've I've planned, should I say, um, a course for teachers, mm-hmm. which encompasses um, a much more human centred approach, um, engaging students um, using a lexical approach as well and introducing some of those concepts. And I want the course to be very interactive as well with little tasks. Um, and, um, you know, we, we it's not just me talking, it's it's everyone pooling their ideas together, because at the end of the day, this is the thing about professional development. I think you can go to a million seminars, but you know your students best. So instead of going, here are five activities for blah, 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 blah. It's this is how you can approach this. Now, you know how to engage your students better. You know what they like. You know what they're into. You know what their passions are, hopefully. How can you apply what I've told you into a digestible way for your students? Because I can't teach you that. You already know that. Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. Is it going to be something uh, pre-recorded or are you hoping to run it live? No, I'm going to go live. (sighs) Um, It's hopefully like an eight to ten week course and we'll cover Mm -hmm. something different every week. Um, And I'm really excited about it. And I'm fighting the imposter syndrome thing. You know, I really am because I'm like, I'm just a teacher. Who the hell am I? You know, but at the end of the day, you've got to have faith in your ideas. And if you say it's a good idea, it's a good idea. It is a good idea. If I say so, I mean, it's the best idea in the world. Also, I hope you've already listened to my imposter syndrome um, episode from last week because, you know, you should. Damn it, I missed that one. I need to go. But I listened to the one with Deepika. Hi, Deepika. Um, but I must have missed that one. I must yeah, have missed it. But I would definitely go back. Exactly. Um, it, it is. It, it is. It does sound amazing. And especially the human human centered approach. Yeah. Um, because people often think, and that, that is actually an observation I have about teachers teaching students, that they think that all they need is more language, more input in terms of grammar, vocabulary, and stuff like that. While very often they just need a human being to show them how to navigate the world of communication in English, which is a bit of a different way. And, yeah. and I feel that people are the same in business. So that's more relevant to to me. People think that, oh, it's just a strategy that they need. No, sometimes you just need to be your authentic self. Again, we're <laughs> using it for the second time today. Different context. Um, to, to win the hearts of people. Yeah, it's about trust. Trust and confidence for me are key. Like you can plan the best lesson in the world. And this is another thing that's in my course. Um, and again, I could give you five activities to practice a social gathering or whatever it is Hmm. but um until your students are confident enough to speak they're not going to speak confidence and trust 
No, they're not. Oh, fantastic. So how can people find out about your course? How can they be in touch so they never miss uh, when you're launching it? <laughs> oh, well, it's very simple, Ola. Um, you could find me on Instagram um, at everything EFL teacher. Um, I post a bit of video content on there and lots. I try and keep my stories going as well. Um, and then I have a private Facebook group, Everything EFL Teacher Development, which um, I post the same video content, but I'm going to start um, including a little bit more, a few posts with polls and questions where we can explore concepts together and give each other ideas as well. Um, and remember, I messaged you yesterday and I said I'd, I'd written a great big long list of ideas. Mm. Um, some of those were for posts where I can ask something like um, really practical questions, uh, for example, Oh, um, which verbs are commonly associated with the passive? Okay, so rather than just what, are the, what is a good passive activity? No, no, let's focus on the actual useful language you need when using the passive and, mm -hmm. and things like that. And, and loads of other questions. I can't remember any of them at the moment, but um, they're all written down. <laughs> so I'm really excited. About that. <laughs> and then also um, you might get a freebie every now and then as well. Maybe a free lesson plan if you invite um, more people onto the group. And if you want to keep in touch with the podcast, um, any podcast platform, Everything EFL. Um, and also there is a Facebook group just called Everything EFL Podcast where I just post every time I release an episode, I, I post. So, yeah, that's it. Brilliant. Yeah. So many ways. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very hard to miss what Erin's got planned and in store for you. Uh, I would definitely give her a follow. She uh, does this really, really nice thing of posting very spontaneous tips. It's things that come to her when she's teaching. And I personally absolutely love that because this is, this is literally the nitty gritty of teaching. This yeah. is uh, spontaneous ideas from experienced teachers um, are the best, honestly. Who who uh, to learn from, if not from experienced teachers who are currently teaching um, and sharing their, their knowledge and their ideas. Amazing. Yeah. So give her in a follow. Make sure you join her Facebook group. Um, and I've got my last question. My last question that I ask every one of my guests is how do you make sure that you stand out in ELT? So we've going back a little bit to the fact that you run a podcast and I do think you stand out. How, in your opinion, do people stand out in ELT? <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I thought long and hard about this. Um, <laughs> I can only speak for myself. Um, yeah. I mean, I think what you mentioned, the videos, I think that angle is one that you, I don't think I've seen. Um, I literally just, if I'm sitting down at the desk and I'm doing something in class, I'll, I'll, I'll scribble something. And then um, maybe in the break, or maybe when they're in the breakout room, or maybe just before the next lesson, I'll just quickly take a very quick video and I'll stick it up on Instagram because being in the moment, I think is, is really important. And I think that's the way I stand out. Um, yeah, I don't know. You guys can judge for yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to add the podcast that is fabulous, but Thank also, you. yeah, I totally agree. Like there is this, uh, what do they say? There is there is a method in this madness. You say that you've got so many ideas, uh, but then spontaneously you decide to share them, which I think is so valuable. Um, and the podcast and the course, that sounds amazing. So actually so many ways in which you stand out. Thank you. Lovely. Thank you so much, Erin. This was so nice and it flew so quickly. And it I did. Felt 
Yeah. I just I do want to say thank you as well, Ola, because um, since I've been working alongside you, since I've met you, actually, um, you've definitely inspired me and pushed me forward. So oh, thank you very much. I'm so glad to hear that. And you're welcome. You're welcome. That's that's sort of my mission. I love that. This is what keeps me going, I guess. So thanks. And thanks for um, deciding to come on here and share your your story, your tips, and your 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 um, projects with us. Um, so, guys, if you're interested, obviously give Erin a follow. Um, if you also want to be inspired, um, if you want a little kick up your butt, if you've got some ideas, um, uh, you know, cooking in your head, but you don't know how to sort of um you know start acting on them then you might want to consider joining my lovely group lovely group of elt entrepreneurs called eltpreneurs actually which is clever isn't it clever uh the doors are opening very very soon and i'd love to have welcome a few new members uh the group has been absolutely amazing we've been working together for uh, nearly two months now, and we have masterclasses, um, coaching sessions, guest expert sessions, goal setting sessions. We've got video trainings, the membership area, and an exclusive group. <sighs> That's it. We post weekly wins. We support each other, answer each other's questions. Honestly, the benefits are endless. Um, so definitely get in touch about how to become a member. You can ask me on Instagram. Uh, remember, I'm at Ola underscore Kowalska underscore um, ELT um, and, you know, every other possible social media platform. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Erin. Thank you. It was an absolute pleasure. Same here. And see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger. Say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.